hello, hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome uh, to a night of prophetic. Um, I'm leading up to something. We got the Book of Gad now, finally came in. Or should I say I finally got it completed, translated. Uh, we'll be going for the next couple of days or so through the Book of Gad very quickly because there's not a lot of information. It's just standard history of King David and who Nathan was. So the book of Nathan the prophet, there's some things he did. Uh, there wasn't really a lot of prophecy per se, more so towards the things David done, more so he was a writer um, and a seer in the court of David and he recorded a lot of things. There's a couple areas that talks about the the um, Mashiach, but other than that, most of it was on David. So, we are reading the book of Nathan, the prophet, and it you can find it in First Chronicles 29.29 and Second Chronicles 9.29. So, let's begin and see what it says. So, in First Chronicles 29.29, it states, Now the act of the king of da the king David, the first and the last, behold, are written in the book of the Chronicles of Sham Shamul, the seer, and in the books of Nathan the prophet, and in the chronicles of Gad the seer. So we went over this verse before. This is the beginning, marking out the history. Remember, history repeats itself. So we're seeing in this that history is showing itself again. So Second Chronicles 9.22 states, Now the rest of the acts of Shlomo, so we're going into Solomon now. The beginning and the end, are they not written in the, the chronicles of Nathan the prophet and in the prophecies of Ajai, the Siloite, and in the visions of Yedu, or Yedu, or Jadu, the seer, concerning Jeroboam, or Jeroboam, the son of Nabat. So there it mentions Jeroboam. So now we go to 1 Kings 11.4. Now the rest of the acts of Shlomo and that he did and his wisdom, are they not recorded in the books of the acts of Shlomo? Ooh, that would be interesting to know where the books of Shlomo is. So we see here it mentions 1, 2, three, four, five books in a row, and we're going over one of the books now, and this book is mentioning different books. So the Bible is made up of sections, what they call books or scrolls. Um, should I say scrolls that my people have put in the Tefna, and I'm pulling the Tefna basically from the Bible itself that is stored in the Ark of the Covenant. So let's see what it says. First Kings twelve fifteen. So the king did not listen to the people, for it was a turn of events. For Adonai fulfilled his word, which Adonai, or the Lord said, spoke by the hand of Asia, the Silouite, to Jeroboam, son of Nabat. So here it reiterates the same prophet, which is a, a Shilamite, or Shilonite. Now we're going to go to 1 Kings 11, 11, and it says, So Adonai said to Shlomo, Since you have done this and did not keep my commandment 
or covenant and my statutes that you command I commanded you I will surely tear the kingdom away from you and give it to your servant so obviously Shlomo or Solomon did something that was not pleasing to God whatever it was it doesn't mention it because then we go into the covenant um, of David being reiterated or the beloved one so we go to first chronicles 17 1 through 27 and let's see what it says the covenant promised to David the beloved it says after David settled in his place David said to Nathan the prophet look I am living in a house of cedar while the Ark of the Covenant of Adonai is under a tent. So he's addressing the tabernacle. It says, Then Nathan said to David, Do all that is in your heart, for Yahuwah is with you. But that same night the word of Yahuwah, or God, came to Nathan, which Nathan was a Gentile, saying, Go and tell David, my servant, thus says Adonai, You are not to build me a house in which to dwell interesting that God would say that for I have not dwelt in a house for the from the day I brought Israel out of this out of this land I have gone from tent to tent and from one dwelling to another so it's saying here that God lived in a tent okay as in heaven so on earth Okay, so out of this, and he goes, I have gone from tent to tent. Now, let's go on and see what it says. It says, wherever I went through out all of Israel, did I ever speak a word to any one of the judges of Israel whom I commanded to shepherd my people, saying, why have you not built me a house of cedar? Ouch. Not too, <laughs> too good for David, because God says, have I not told the judges that, did I ever tell them I wanted a house of cedar? That's what he's saying. So now say this to my servant David, this is Adonai Tesova, or the high one is what it means. I took you from pasture to be a prince over the people of Israel. Okay. Since I have been with you wherever you went and have cut all your enemies from before you, I will make your name like the name of the great ones that are in the earth. Okay. I will establish a place for my people Israel and plant them so that they will dwell in their own place and will tremble no more. Violent people will no longer wear them down as they did formerly. From the day I ordered judgment to be over my people, the judges over my people, Israel, okay, I will subdue all your enemies. Moreover, I declare to you that Adonai will build you a house. Whoa. So here, Adonai is declaring that he would build Israel a house, but not him. It will be that when your days are fulfilled to go with your fathers, I will raise up your offspring after you 
one of your own sons, and I will establish his kingdom. Interesting. He will build a house for me, and I will establish his throne forever, and I will be a father to him, and he will be a son to me. Okay. I will not withdraw my loving kindness from him, as I withdrew it from the one who ruled over you, or before you. As I withdrew it from the one who ruled before you. Okay, he's talking about Shaul or Saul. I will appoint him over my house and my kingdom forever, and his throne will be established forever. So this is now getting into a prophecy. I'm talking about the Messiah. So according to all these words and according to all this vision, okay, Nathan spoke to David. The, then King David went in and sat before Adonai and said, Who am I, Adonai Elohim, and what is my family that you have brought me thus far? And this was not enough in your eyes, O Adonai. You have spoken about the future of your servant. So he clarifies the Messiah being the servant. So let's go on and see what he says. Um, you have regarded me as the most distinguished of men, Adonai Elohim. What more can David say to you for honoring your servant? For you know your servant. Adonai, for your sake of your servant, and according to your own heart, you have done all these great things to reveal all your greatness. Adonai, there is none like you, and there is no other Yahuwah besides you. <clears throat> As we have heard with our own ears, and who is like your people, Israel, the one nation on earth, who Yahuwah went and redeemed as a people for himself and to make a nation for yourself by great and awesome deeds. Be driv driving out nations from before your people whom you redeemed from Egypt. You made your people Israel your own people forever and you Adonai became their Yahuwah or Yehuwah or Yehu. Now, Adonai, may the word that you have spoken concerning your servant and his house be confirmed forever. Do as you have spoken. So he's telling God to do as God sees fit. Okay, so that it may be established and your name will be magnified forever, saying, Adonai Tesova, that Yahuwah of Israel is Israel's Yahuwah, then the house of David, your servant, will be established before you. Interesting. You, my Yahuwah, have revealed to your servant that you will build a house for him. So your servant has found courage to pray before you. <clears throat> now, Adonai, you are Yahuwah. You have promised, promised the good things to your servant. So he repeated promised and promised the good things to your servant. Now you are willing to bless the house of your servant so that it will continue forever before you. For it is yours, Adonai, who have, have blessed it 
and it is blessed forever. So we see here that he talks about blessings. And this is talking about a future Messiah, which is Yeshua, or Jesus, being the Messiah of all. So it's interesting to see that the past reflects the future. And the future, of course, we see reflects the past in that. So where do we go with this, you might ask. Give me a moment here. Um, we are seeing the fulfillment of the Messiah showing in this. So, basically, that was the covenant that the Lord presented David at that time. So, the Davidic covenant that my ancestor received was of a future thing that would save our people. And I am the line of David, and it still applies. But it applied for the Messiah being in a person's heart. The Bible written upon our minds and hearts so that we would understand the Father. And this is how it's supposed to be. So, we leave off here while I'm on live robbing. And I'm going to take a 10 minute and I'll be right back. All right. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome uh, to a night of prophetic. Um, I'm leading up to something. We got the book of Gad now finally came in. Or should I say I finally got it completed, translated. Uh, we'll be going for the next couple of days or so through the book of Gad very quickly because there's not a lot of information. It's just standard history of King David and who Nathan was. So the book of Nathan the prophet, there's some things he did. Uh, there wasn't really a lot of prophecy per se, more so towards the things David done, more so. He was a writer um, and a seer in the court of David, and he recorded a lot of things. There's a couple areas that talks about the... the Mashiach, um, but other than that, most of it was on David. So, we are reading the book of Nathan, the prophet, and it you can find it in First Chronicles twenty nine twenty nine and Second Chronicles nine twenty nine. So let's begin and see what it says. So in First Chronicles twenty nine twenty nine, it states, "Now the act of the king of da the king David, the first and the last, behold, are written in the book of the chronicles of Sham Shamul." the seer, and in the books of Nathan the prophet, and in the chronicles of Gad the seer. So we went over this verse before. This is the beginning, marking out the history. Remember, history repeats itself. So we're seeing in this that history is showing itself again. So Second Chronicles 9, 22 states, Now the rest of the acts of Shlomo, so we're going into Solomon now. The beginning and the end, are they not written in the, the chronicles of Nathan the prophet and in the prophecies of Agi, the Siloite, and in the visions of Yadu, 
or Yidu, or Jadu, the seer, concerning Jeroboam, or Jeroboam, the son of Nabat. So there it mentions Jeroboam. So now we go to 1 Kings 11.4. Now the rest of the acts of Shlomo, and that he did, and his wisdom, are they not recorded in the books of the acts of Shlomo? Ooh, that would be interesting to know where the books of Shlomo is. So we see here it mentions one, two, three, four, five books in a row. And we're going over one of the books now. And this book is mentioning different books. So the Bible is made up of sections, what they call books or scrolls. Um, should I say scrolls that my people have put in the Tefna? And I'm pulling the Tefna basically from the Bible itself that is stored in the Ark of the Covenant. So let's see what it says. First Kings twelve fifteen. So the king did not listen to the people, for it was a turn of events. For Adonai fulfilled his word, which Adonai, or the Lord said, spoke by the hand of Asia the Silouite, to Jeroboam, son of Nabat. So here it reiterates the same prophet, which is a, a Shilamite or Shilonite. Now we're going to go to 1 Kings 11, 11, and it says, So Adonai said to Shlomo, Since you have done this and did not keep my commandment or covenant and my statutes that you command, I commanded you, I will surely tear the kingdom away from you and give it to your servant. So obviously Shlomo or Solomon did something that was not pleasing to God, whatever it was, it doesn't mention it. Because then we go into the covenant um, of David being reiterated, or the beloved one. So we go to First Chronicles 17, 1-27, and let's see what it says. The covenant promised to David, the beloved. It says, after David settled in his place, David said to Nathan, the prophet, Look, I am living in a house of cedar while the Ark of the Covenant of Adonai is under a tent. So he's addressing the tabernacle. It says, Then Nathan said to David, Do all that is in your heart, for Yahuwah is with you. But that same night the word of Yahuwah, or God, came to Nathan, which Nathan was a Gentile, saying, Go and tell David, my servant, thus says Adonai, You are not to build me a house in which to dwell. Interesting that God would say that. For I have not dwelt in a house for the, from the day I brought Israel out of this out of this land. I have gone from tent to tent and from one dwelling to another. So it's saying here that God lived in a tent. Okay, as in heaven, so on earth. Okay, so out of this, and he goes, I have gone from tent to tent. Now, let's go on and see what it says. It says, wherever I went through out all of Israel, did I ever speak a word to anyone of the judges of Israel 
whom I commanded to shepherd my people, saying, Why have you not built me a house of cedar? Ouch. Not too, <laughs> too good for David, because God says, Have I not told the judges that did I ever tell them I wanted a house of cedar? That's what he's saying. So now say this to my servant David. Thus says Adonai Tesova, or the high one is what it means. I took you from pasture to be a prince over the people of Israel. Okay. It says, I have been with you wherever you went and have cut all your enemies from before you. I will make your name like the name of the great ones that are in the earth. Okay. I will establish a place for my people Israel and plant them so that they will dwell in their own place and will tremble no more. Violent people will no longer wear them down as they did formerly. From the day I ordered judgment to be over my people, the judges over my people, Israel. Okay. I will subdue all your enemies. Moreover, I declare to you that Adonai will build you a house. Whoa. So here, Adonai is declaring that he would build Israel a house, but not him. It will be that when your days are fulfilled to go with your fathers, I will raise up your offspring after you, one of your own sons, and I will establish his kingdom. Interesting. He will build a house for me, and I will establish his throne forever, and I will be a father to him, and he will be a son to me. Okay. I will not withdraw my loving kindness from him as I withdrew it from the one who ruled over you or before you. As I withdrew it from the one who ruled before you. Okay, he's talking about Shaul or Saul. I will appoint him over my house and my kingdom forever and his throne will be established forever. So this is now getting into a prophecy. I'm talking about the Messiah. So according to all these words and according to all this vision, okay, Nathan spoke to David. The, then King David went in and sat before Adonai and said, Who am I, Adonai Elohim, and what is my family that you have brought me thus far? And this was not enough in your eyes, O Adonai. You have spoken about the future of your servant. So he clarifies the Messiah being the servant. So let's go on and see what he says. Um, you have regarded me as the most distinguished of men, Adonai Elohim. What more can David say to you for honoring your servant? For you know your servant. Adonai, for your sake, of your servant and according to your own heart you have done all these great things to reveal all your greatness Adonai there is none like you and there is no other Yahuwah besides you <clears throat> uh, 
as we have heard with our own ears. And who is like your people, Israel, the one nation on earth, who Yahuwah went and redeemed as a people for himself and to make a nation for yourself by great and awesome deeds. Be driving out nations from before your people, whom you redeemed from Egypt. You made your people Israel your own people forever, and you, Adonai, became their Yahuwah, or Yehuwah, or Yehu. Now, Adonai, may the word that you have spoken concerning your servant and his house be confirmed forever. Do as you have spoken. So he's telling God to do as God sees fit. Okay, so that it may be established and your name will be magnified forever, saying, Adonai Tesova, that Yahuwah of Israel is Israel's Yahuwah. Then the house of David, your servant, will be established before you. Interesting. You, my Yahuwah, have revealed to your servant that you will build a house for him. So your servant has found courage to pray before you. <clears throat> now, Adonai, you are Yahuwah. You have promised promised the good things to your servant. So he repeated promised and promised the good things to your servant. Now you are willing to bless the house of your servant so that it will continue forever before you. For it is yours, Adonai, who have, have blessed it and it is blessed forever. So we see here that he talks about blessings. And this is talking about a future Messiah, which is Yeshua, or Jesus, being the Messiah of all. So it's interesting to see that the past reflects the future. And the future, of course, we see reflects the past in that. So, where do we go with this, you might ask. Give me a moment here. Um, we are seeing the fulfillment of the Messiah showing in this. So, basically, that was the covenant that the Lord presented David at that time. So... The Davidic covenant that my ancestor received was of a future thing that would save our people. And I am the line of David, and it still applies. But it applied for the Messiah being in a person's heart. The Bible written upon our minds and hearts so that we would understand the Father. And this is how it's supposed to be. So... We leave off here while I'm on live robbing, and I'm going to take a 10 minute and I'll be right back. All right. Everybody. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome, 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 my viewers to Facebook for the first time in nearly. I'd say four months. Um, I've been doing a lot more podcasting than I have been doing Facebook. Um, I came back from sabbatical, so I'm back. 
welcome me back, people. It's a good thing. <laughs> so we had reiterated before, and I am going to make a prior announcement on this. Um, I didn't do the announcements tonight because I wasn't too keen about it. I just went right into the annals of Yahoo. Um, how we're going to do this is welcome everybody to Sacred Elohim, Diamond Light and Pearl Ministries. I'm Kimberly or Yaya, or you can call me Mickey. Um, um, your local rabbi minister in my own little Shiva here in my bedroom. Um, and I didn't say that before. I went right into the reading of Nathan. So we are going to continue Nathan. We've seen before where David was given a blessing from God. And that blessing included future events. So let's see what 1 Samuel 7, 1 says. Then the man of Kareth Yarin came and fetched up the ark of the ark of Adonai and brought it into the house of Abaddon on the hill and consecrated Eleazar his son to guard the ark of Adonai. So again we see the guarding of the ark of Adonai. Then we see in Matthew, first time New Testament mentioned. Matthew 3.17 Then was fulfilled what was spoken through um, Jeremiah the prophet saying. Okay. There was something in Jeremiah mentioned. And then in Hebrews 1. 5. Mm. For to, to which of the angels did Yahuwah ever say, You are my son. Mm -hmm. Today I have become your father. And again I will be to him a father and he will be to me my son a son or my son is what he's saying here um, and then it goes on to Psalms 2 7 back into the Old Testament and I will declare a decree of Adonai he said to me you are my son today I have become your father so these verses come out of Jeremiah talks about Adonai and, and Yeshua. And then First Chronicles 22, 8 says, But the word of Adonai came to you, saying, You have shed much blood and fought many battles. You will not build a house for my name, because you have shed much blood before me on the earth. Okay, so it's talking about somebody building a church and shedding blood. Um referring to David, but it's also talking about future events. And then we go to 2 Samuel 12, 5 through 7, and it says, Then David's anger blazed hot against the man, and he said to Nathan, As Adonai lives, the man that did this deserves to die. So he must make restrictions for the lamb fourfold, because he did such a thing and showed no pity. Okay, then Nathan said to David, You are the man. Thus says Adonai, Then David comforted his wife Bathsheba. She went to her to her and laid um laid with her and she bore a son. And called his name Shlomo. Adonai loved him. And he. 
word by the hand of the prophet Nathan. So his name, Yehuda, or Yada, as they called it, for Adonai's sake, or beloved of the Lord. It's talking about Shlomo being the beloved. Um, it didn't go really into detail here. It says, and he, the word, by the hand of the prophet Nathan. Okay. Then we see in Luke 3, 31, it says, the son of Mesela, the son of Mena, the son of Methela, the son of Nathan, the son of David, or Ben David. It's given the names of Jesus' ancestry. Um, then First Kings 1 through 53, we see again, Now King David was old, advanced in years, though he recovered him with clothing, he could not keep warm. So his servant said to him, Let him seek a young virgin for my Adonai, the king, and let her attach, attend the king and be his nurse. And let her lie by your side, so my Adonai, the king, will keep warm. So they sought for a beautiful girl throughout all the territories of Israel and found an a Abathus Abegetha, which is a Shulamite, and brought her to the king. Okay. The girl was very beautiful, so she became the king's nurse and served him, but the king was not intimate with her. Okay. Now Adojai, son of Hegeth, exalted himself. Now, this was the son of David, saying, I will be king. So he prepared for himself chariots, horsemen, and fifty men to run before him. His father had not scolded him at any time by asking, Why have you behaved this way? You was also a very handsome man. And he was born after Absalom, which was the son of David that was killed. So he conferred with Joab, the son of Zeron, and the Arabathan, the Kohen. Following Adojai, they supported him, but Zadok, the Kohen, Benai, the son of Yordanan, and Nathan, the prophet Shimei, Re, which was another one, and David's mighty men were not on Abijah's side. Okay. Then Adojai sacrificed sheep, ox, and fattened cattle by the stone as Zoeth, which is beside Enrog, and invited all his brothers, the king's sons, and all the men of Judah, the king's servants, but he did not invite Nathan, the prophet, Benai, the mighty men, or Shlomo, Solomon. We see that again. But Nathan spoke to Bathsheba, Solomon's mother, saying, Haven't you heard of Adojai? The son of Haggath has assumed the king's kingship and our Adonai David or King David or Lord David did not know it. 
Ooh, now come. Please let me give you advice. Save your own life and the life of your own so- your own son Shlomo. Go at one to the at once to the king. At once to the king, David. It's what he's telling her. And say to him, "My lord, the king, haven't you sworn to your handmaiden, saying, 'Surely your son Shlomo will sit on my throne?'" Oh, then why does Abijah reign? So Bathsheba went to the king into his chamber. Now the king was very old with Abishag, which was the Shunammite, serving the king. Bathsheba bowed and prostrated herself before the king. The king asked, What troubles you? Ha! She said to him, My lord, you swore by Adonai, your Yahuwah, to your handmaiden. Ooh. Surely Shlomo, your son, will be king after me, and he will sit on my throne. Yet now, behold, Adojai reigns through you do not know it, my lord, the king. So she's talking to David here. He has sacrificed sheep in abundance and has invited all the king's sons, Alabethar, the Kohen, and Joab, the commander of the armies. But he has not invited Shlomo, your servant. Interesting. As for you, my, my lord, the king, the eyes of all Israel are on you to tell them who sits on the throne of my lord the king after him. Otherwise it will come to pass when your lord the king sleeps with his fathers. Okay. Sleeps with his fathers that I and my son Shlomo will be considered traitors. Then behold, while she was still talking with the king, the prophet Nathan came in. And they informed the king, saying, Behold, the prophet Nathan is here. When he comes in before the king, he prostrates himself before the king with his face to the ground. Interesting. Then Nathan said, My lord, the king, did you say Adodai will be king after me, and he will sit on my throne? For he has gone down today, slain oxen, fattened cattle and sheep in abundance, and has invited all the king's sons, the captains of the army, and Abathanan, the Kohen, and behold, they are eating and drinking with him, and saying, Long live Adojai. Ooh, that's not good. <laughs> not good at all. And we will pick up on that here shortly. What the king says and what the king tells him to do. 
So we are going to cut it here. In the next section. Hello, hello, everybody. We're getting ready to start the next section. So let's go in. It says, but did not, did not invite me, your servant Zadok, the Kohen, and Benani, the son of Yehoda, or your servant Shlomo. So these people were not invited to this party for this guy that thought he was going to be king. A brother of Shlomo, apparently. Was these things done by my lord, the king, without letting your servant know who should sit on the throne of my lord, the king, after him? Mm. Then King David answered and said, Summon Bathsheba to me. So she came into the king's presence and stood before the king. Then the king swore an oath, as Adonai lives, who has redeemed my soul out of all distress? As surely as I swore to you by Adonai, the Yahuwah of Israel, saying that your son Shlomo will be king after me and will sit on my throne in my place. Thus, I will surely fulfill it, it this day. Then Bathsheba bowed with her face to the ground and prostrated herself before the king and said, Let my lord King David live forever. Ooh. Then King David said, Summon to me Zadok, the Kohen, and Nathan, the prophet, and Binay, son of Yehuda. And when they came before the king, the king said to them, Take with you the servant of your lord, and have my son, Ride on a mule and bring him down to Gihon. There Zadok the Kohen and Nathan the prophet anointed him as king over Israel, blowing the shofar, saying, Long live King Solomon. Then you will come up to him, and he will come and sit on my throne, for he will be king in my place, as I have appointed him to be ruler over Israel and Judah, or Judah. And it goes on, Benai, son of Yehuda, answered the king and said, Amen, thus says Adonai, the Yahuwah of my lord, the king. As Adonai has been with my lord, the king, so will he be with Shlomo, and make his throne greater than the throne of my lord, king David. So Zadok the Kohen, Nathan the prophet, and Benai the son of Yehudan, and the and it mentions a Cherithrite. Um, the Cherithrites and the Palatians went down and had Shlomo ride on David's mule and brought him to the Gihon. Then Zadok the Kohen took the horn of oil out of the tent and anointed Shlomo. Then he blew the shofar, and all the people said, Long live King Shlomo, or the King of Peace. All the people went up after him while the people were praying on flutes and rejoice, or playing on flutes and rejoicing with great rejoicing, so that the ground shook at their noise. Now, Adojan, or Adojah, 
and all the guests who were with him heard it just as they finished eating when Joab heard the sound of the shofar he said why is the city in an uproar while he was still speaking behold Jehonikan or Jonathan son of Abathar the Kohen came and Adajai said for you come in for you are valiant men and surely bringing good news interesting but Jehonikan or Jonathan answered and said to Abijah no for our Lord King David has made Shlomo king also the king has sent with him Zadok the Kohen and Nathan the prophet Bene son of Yehuda and the Chesmites and the Palathenites they are they had had him ride on the king's mule Zadok the Kohen and Nathan the prophet have anointed him king at Gihon for there they have come up rejoicing so that the city is in uproar that the noise that you have heard also Shlomo has taken his seat on the royal throne Ooh, two half brothers at, at war this is where we see the problem moreover the king's country came to Bless our Lord King David, saying, May Yahuwah make the name of Shlomo better than your name, and his throne greater than your throne. Then the king bowed down on the bed. Furthermore, the king said, Blessed be Adonai Yahuwah of Israel, who this day has given one to sit on my throne, while my eyes are seeing it, are seeing it. Tremble, all the guests of Abijah, got up and each went his own way abijah was afraid of shlomo so he rose went and grasped the horn of the altar so it was reported that shlomo behold abijah is afraid of the king shlomo for looking he grasped the horns of the altar saying let the king swear to me the first first that he will not put his servant to death with the sword interesting then Shlomo said, If he shows himself a worthy man, then not a hair on him will fall to the ground. But in the wickedness is found in him, he will die. So King Shlomo sent, and they brought him down from the altar. He came and prostrated himself before the king and Shlomo and said, Go to your home. And it is there. So we see Shlomo took the throne very quickly. And we're going in now where he picks his official staff. Shlomo or Solomon picks his official staff. Now King Shlomo reigned over all Israel. And there was his officials, Asha, son of Zadok, the Kohen. Ephraor, and Asia, son of Shisha, the scribe, Jehoshaphat, son of Elud, and the record Benai, or the recorder Benai, son of Yahadan, 
in charge of the army, Zadok and Abithar, the Kohen, Azariah, the son of Nathan, and in charge of the office of Zadod, son of Nathan, the Kohen, the king and personal attendant. Aesha is in charge of the household of Adorbrim, I can't pronounce, son of Abda, in charge of the forces of labor. Shlomo had 12 officials or officers over all of Israel who provided food for the king and his household and each had to make provisions for a month in the year they were their names. Ben-Hur in the hill, let's see, Ben-Hur um, in the hill of the Ephraim country, Bendrek uh, in Mesca, um, Shidon, Beshaman, and Elbethnon Han, okay, Benhesda in Esva, and Laplacent in, let's see, and he was a Sechot, and all the land, let's see, let me go back over this here, in Bethnon, he's where he come from Sechot, and all the land of his helpers. There we go. Ben, Eberdon, and all the heights of Dor. Shlomo, and Shlomo. It talks about Shlomo, another Solomon. Benanan, son of Elud, in Tachnia, and Megiddo. So this guy was over Tecna and Megiddo. Okay. And all the Beth Shaman, which is beside Zaranth and below Yezreel. For Beth Sheen to Abel Mahor and beyond Yom Yoke Yokum. Ben Geber in Ramoth Gilead. And the villages of Yarin, sons of Manasseh, which are in the Gilead, and also were the reigning of Agor in the Bashan. Sixty great cities with walls and bronze bars. So we're seeing here that these cities all together with the regular um, people were supporting Shlomo. So that ends Nathan. We are done with Nathan. Um, it was very short, very simple, very sweet. It was mainly talking about the things that happened in the early years of Shlomo. Um, and it's pretty much there. We also seen future tense and the past tense and what happened. So we are done with this section and I'll do one more video.
put that over there out of the way with the pen. And it will be mainly on news. And I'll see you guys later on YouTube. Um, these will be posted later. This is my first time doing a prophetic series with videos. So, but we will be doing our YouTube section. All right. Alrighty, so I decided not to do a video of the last half of this. Uh, so, last week and a half I've been watching what's been going on with the riots. I am now seeing officially, and I'm saying officially, I am seeing things turning for the better. In New York and some of these other states, they're gathering up the rioters right and left. Which is a good thing. And they're using force to do it. It's good policemen, by the way. Um, now, if the other states would do it, we would have better adequacy. I still say Cuomo's weird. Cuomo needs to drop. Um, the rioters are being stopped. Has somebody finally listened to what I'm saying? It's amazing to watch what's happening. What's going on right now. It's shocking. Um, we've got coronavirus out here. They're saying it's mutating. We have AstraZeneca has had neurological damage on people. So they halted their vaccine for... Uh, Dealing with um, Bill Gates for a while. It's caused some issues. Uh, we have most of the southern states, including New York and California, that have New York um, Democratic governors in them. One of them, Cuomo, right now. Finally, something's being done. These rioters are being stopped because they're hurting people. And they're gathering them up right and left. But you don't see that in Los Angeles. You don't see that in these lower 48. You don't see them anywhere else. They've not been here. Maybe one or two times trying to pick it. Um, it's getting out of hand and it really... They need to do something. I mean... What can they do? Don't get me wrong. I understand that there's a big bunch of them. And, but they can take care of the issue. Now on the news front, Trump finally caught the coronavirus. And he recovered very quickly from it. Which was amazing. On his part. Prayers. Supplication. In the last few weeks, I... Revealed to um, last Sunday, I revealed to my church for the first time that, or the church I'm going to, that I have been praying for Trump on their behalf. No one knew it. I mean, I didn't say anything. I didn't think it was that important that I had to, but Papa told me to. Um, it's amazing what Paris can do for people. It lifts them. Um, this letter was an uplift for me to see it. I've had a lot of things happen the last few weeks that has dealt with 
the father showing me things and, and things that he wanted me to know, per se. Um, but it's just enlightening to see that I'm finally getting people to read what I write. And they will be another couple letters go out this week. I've not written them yet, but the father will dictate when he's ready. Um, I don't really have much to say at this point. I mean, I, I'm doing the studies as I see. Um, and it is what it is. It's not like I'm fighting anybody or anything like that. I'm just doing what the father tells me to do and I do it. Ooh, sorry. It is a little late here. Um, I can't say too much. I've kind of held back on the prophecy series a little bit. I've got to do some more book writing before I, uh, another book that deals with it that's got to be wrote. And I've got to go back and look at what the father wanted me to deal with. Um, there was a total of 10 books he wanted me to look at. And I'm, I'm supposed to look at them to see these visions and what goes in them. But so far, it's been very enlightening and very... Um, interesting. Um, I'm going to cut real quick. I'll talk in the background. Um, I just decided to do it this way because the earphones hurt my ears sometimes. Um, what can I say? I mean, I've been doing this for a while. As I said, I'm not recording any more video right now tonight. Um, it is what it is. I'm not going to make light of anything and what I know. But I am going to say that a lot has changed. A lot. And I'm going with the flow. It is what it is. And I'm not going to turn back. I can't. Um, I don't know what to say. Things are as they are. And the Father's blessed me with a lot. He blessed me with two checks coming in that took care of finances. Um, I've had a few things happen, but, you know, I'm not going to go into light of that. But he's took good care of me. And I'm blessed that he's there. There's times that he will say something to make himself known about things, but... I don't argue. I just go and do what is needed to be done. Um, like today they had something. I couldn't attend it because of school. And it really bothered me that I couldn't help them today. Because I love the Lord. And I want to do the Lord's will. But there's sometimes there's things that interfere. And I can't stand it when it interferes. 
but it is what it is and those issues were addressed and taken care of and I'm moving on um I'm just blessed that these things are taking their course. Uh, I do have paperwork that's going to be filled out this evening as far as that goes, but I'm not really worrying about it. There we go. Video come up finally. Um, I will post these four videos out and push them out tonight. Okay, I'm going to stop working on my Kibla. Uh, but I'm grateful you guys are here. Um, I hope and pray, by the grace of God, that you're here with me tomorrow evening. We will be doing a whole hour prayer session and devotional. Um, it's needed. Um, it's time that we start getting into God and really praying with Him. Um, I am an assessor, and I'm prophetic. Uh, in my own ministry, I have the office of the prophet, but I don't with impact. I have just, I'm just a standard uh, intercess prophetic intercessor. Um, I do my things, and I do them well, and I do them the way I need to do them. Period. That's it. Um, no questions asked. I'm not going to buffalo anyone into thinking I'm not. Um, it is what it is, and I am what I am, and I don't care otherwise. Um, it is who is meant to be. Um, there's a lot of things, and it really doesn't bother me. I'm not that kind of person to be bothered. Um, it is what it is, and I've done what I've done. Um, things are as they are. So, I'm going to say tonight I'm not going to do any prayer. I normally do. But from here on out, we will be delving in the scriptures. I am announcing I will have a Patreon account. I finally got one. Um, I'm working on that right now to set it up. Um... I'm hopefully hoping that I can get donations on it in the near future. I'm not going to be given my artwork. Most of it's for free. But I do have some tiers. I have tier one. Let me look here. There'll be a total of four tiers or three tiers you can choose from in, in giving me money on my Patreon account. Um, let's see here. I got to bring it up. It takes a little time here because everything is slow today. Um, I made it clear that I'm running a Patreon account right now and it's so hard to get it up. <laughs> I'm trying to get back to the recorder. But um, I have Tier 1 for beginners. Tier 2 is got a little more with that in-depth study. I will be running 
specific videos for my listeners. Um, I've not totally completed everything on it yet, but it will be completed soon. Um, let me see here. Headlines, pictures, images. I need to go into tiers. Here we go. You got tier one is the new Save Beginners in Grace series. Um, that will be a total series of two books. You'll have early access to those sermons beforehand because it will be live devotional and video podcasts directly. Then you have what they call the Esther Crown series, and I need to go and edit that. The Esther Crown series, it's a study on Esther and other women in the Bible. I think it is a good series to get into. It will have early access also to other study sermons and videos and podcasts from it. But then it also has bonus episodes where we strictly talk about the issues with Esther and what Esther did. It, uh, the first series, the new series for beginners is three. The Esther Crown series is for four. And then I have our upgraded, which is the Ruach Hodesh series or the Holy Spirit series. We will be talking strictly about the Ruach Hodesh for six weeks. It's like a teaching series. Um, they will be bonus episodes for certain classes, and they will be early accessing it. It's a $20 series. It goes about 16 weeks. Um, those series go two or three days a week. Uh, we will be breaking down what the Ruach Hodesh is, who it is, what it is, and why. The Esther is the Esther Crown series where we talk about the book of Esther. We go through the whole book of Esther. It's very small. Um, Hadassah was a woman that was a orphan and we put it to the current day church and how that applies. Um, and then we do the new Save Beginners in Grace where we go through an educational series on that one. It's $3 per month. Um, and they will be early access to the videos along with other material that will be given. Um, all this will be done by email. I don't do anything by sending anything out or giving anything out. All my material comes through email. You can download it, study it at your leisure. There will be videos posted and so forth when I get the website for that up. But I'm letting you know now that I do have a Patreon account, and this Patreon account will be how you can give me tithes. You can give me a $3 tithe to a $10 tithe. I don't take any more than that. Um, I still take tithing through uh, directly through you clicking on my podcasts. Um, thou this ties my videos and other series together. So it's a complete ministry. Um I will be offering other tiers in the future, but right now these are the first three series that are study series. You'll get devotional materials for the series. Um, I will make a devotional book. Um, depending on how many weeks it is, you'll get one outline per week to fill. And we will go through the study of the series and we will learn key points as to who Esther is, what Esther is. The beginner series is taking you through the whole study of God's grace and salvation. Um, 
And then the next series is the study on the Ruach Chodesh and other series that we have that is incorporated, which is the Esther and the newly saved beginning grace all together. I take you through the whole step process. And then we, for the $10, you get that extra additional of the spiritual understanding what's the physical, what's the spiritual, and what's the new birth and the original birth. So we go through all that. Um, there will be other series offered, but right now these are the first three. That's all I can handle. Um, in the early access, one thing that will be the bonus episode, but also they will be li- these will all be live podcasts directly. And they will be done in a study group online. I will get that all typed in there for you so you have access to the Facebook, the YouTube, and all that that goes out. Um, These are series and these are things that will be part of my podcasting in the future and from now on. Um, I don't veer from that. So that just gives you a heads up what is happening that is new. And improved and what we'll be doing. So I went over a little bit. Um, I'm going to be cutting now so you know. And I'm going to stop this recording. I'm going to say pray for the peace of Jerusalem and Israel. Pray for America and Washington. This is our call. And I am calling. And I'm going to do one more call. Where's our pastors, our ministers, and our Messianic rabbis? Where's our government? That'll be the last call that I do. Um, I don't do that anymore on Facebook because I know where you all are mindset now. And I got my answer. (laughs) Sure as day what this nation needed and the pastors and all that are turning back. Keep your hearts up. Keep your minds going. And I hope to see you in the near future on my podcasts. So prepare. We're getting ready after this prophetic series. We are going to do... A whole two months on Esther, a whole two months on the beginning of salvation, and an in-depth study on the Ruach Hodesh. So, I hope to see you there. Um, Prepare, because they will be materials, and I charge for my materials. Uh, They are not going to be free. The videos will be free. Uh, There will be early access to that, but if you want the materials to be sent to you or downloading, Uh, You're going to have to pay. I mean, you know, it's not something free. Um, And I am offering this for for a certain amount of time. Um, But this is how I'm going to have to do it. Um, These are class series, so we will be studying in depth with Hebrew. Um, And I will be taking you through both that and the Greek. So it's going to be interesting to see from the Old Testament how the Old Testament applies to the New. So, I will say good evening, enjoy your afternoon, and I love you guys, and God bless you.